And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. So here's another chapter of the Saga of the European King, an audio drama that reenacts the most exciting adventure of the medieval epoch, that time that the King of Europe went out with all of his friends on a quest to murder Winter. I'm Tom McNally, a real medieval historian. The events that follow are performed by Joshua Crisp, Amy Sutton, myself and Ben Edwards. Let's go. The Saga of the European King, Chapter 32. Tell me. Tell me about the king's cool new powers. Okay, so we left things off in a pretty tense situation with the President of the United States of America landing on the king and all his adventure friends right in the middle of all their hugs and tears and hellos. But I can tell, I can tell that it's been stressing you out that you don't know how the king, Gogo Gorilla, Baal and St. Francis got from the spooky desert in Utah over to the White Roost on Pennsylvania Avenue to have that fight with the president in the first place. So, because I'd like you to be relaxed and comfortable during the whole of this saga, and because I feel it's important that you learn about the king's cool new powers, I'm going to take some time and I'm going to fill you in on all the details. First, we need to sit in on a meeting attended by Sophia Calera, the bloody-handed bandit leader who had been left razor-sharp and pliable by grief. This tragic motivation is the reason that she was called in to meet with the Secretary of Defense in her office in the Pentagon. Ms. Calera, thank you for coming to see me and at such short notice. Please, sit down. What is this about? Why has the Secretary of Defense, so high and mighty in your fancy office, called upon a peasant woman when the country is falling apart around our ears? Sophia Calera, you are the leader of a notorious gang of outlaws that has plagued the countryside for years. There is a warrant for your arrest on serious charges of terrorism. Prove it! You have nothing! Find me one bastard left alive who has seen my face! Uh, You misunderstand. I have use of a notorious gang of outlaws. I can offer you access to a secret slush fund and make the charges against you go away. Oh! So when I was poor, when I was starving with my child at my breast, you ignored me. When I fought for food, when I did what I had to for my daughter, you hunted me. And when you need something evil done in secret, now you need me. Sophia. You have not earned the right to speak my name. There's a child I want you to find. A boy. What boy? I think you know who I mean. You're very familiar with him. So am I. His name is Prince Prince. He is my son. Your son? I should kill you where you sit for allowing that vicious devil one more poisoned breath. Sophia, I... Your son is the reason my daughter... My pride and joy sleeps every night in her cold grave. Your son thinks smoking is cool, but smoking killed my Joanna. I will find him, and I will wring his scrawny neck. I'm sorry what happened to Joanna. (sighs) 
Prince has been under bad influences, and that is the reason I want you to bring him back to me. You know of Colonel Glowfist? Oh, that pathetic sack of puke! That's a yes. Uh, you can hurt Colonel Glowfist. Please do. But bring Prince to me. He needs to be under my care. Not the Colonel's. Not the King's. Do what you have to do. Colonel Glowfist is a powerful archmage, but you have tools at your disposal. Your gang each has their own little quirks and gimmicks, yes? Uh, one lays traps, one has a wheel in his chest. You've had tougher jobs than this. You'll be fine. Oh, and dress for bad weather. There's a storm blowing in. This is certainly not a coincidence. Oh man, I hope this alliance of powerful women doesn't affect our favorite heroes. <laughs> Looks like the king might need some cool new powers to face down these formidable foes. Okay, so after the king and Gogo Gorilla acquired Chuckwalla's portal gun back in chapter 30, Gogo Gorilla had figured out how to use it to enter the Twilight Pocket world that the gods of the United States of America had built for themselves. That world worked along very similar rules to Hell, which Gogo Gorilla was familiar with because checking whether people were in Hell or not was a big part of being a detective in the medieval epoch. Pretty soon, Gogo Gorilla was scoping out the locals and getting a sense of who would join the King's Revolution, just like they'd been doing in the World Incarnate. He learned about the adventures of a certain crime-solving duo in a balloon, and so the King recruited Waku on the Thunderbird to find Baal and St. Francis to help him deal with Coyote. That accomplished, the King and Gogo Gorilla rendezvoused with Baal and St. Francis in the lobby of the Omaha Marriott. Welcome to the Omaha Marriott. How may I help you? Good day, woman. I am a foreign agitator here to disrupt the status quo with violence. I'm looking for two of my agents. One, a towering god of weather and the harvest clothed in the heroic garb of a region you may recognize as containing parts of modern Iraq, Syria, and Turkey. And his pal, a hairy, naked, homeless man with a crown of leaves, probably holding a sheep. They're uh, just over there, your highness. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Thank you. Oh, oh, uh, hello, hello, your, your highness. Oh, and, uh, oh, um, uh, oh, don't, don't, don't tell me, don't tell me. Uh... Oh, very clever. You know exactly who I am when it's time to threaten me, but when I toe the line, I'm nothing. <laughs> You've got my number. St. Francis. Yeah, we did what you wanted. Now what's next? I'm not a meeting guy. Well, now we come to hail the conquering heroes. Tell me, how'd you do the deed? Got him drunk, threw him in a river. Nice. Wait, is that... does that work? <laughs> ah! Oh, hell yeah. Coyote's at the bottom of the river now like a total wad. Whoa, are we fighting? Whoa, is this whoa, an ambush? Whoa, I'm gonna fight whoa. you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. What that? Look, what? Your Highness, what? Look, look, this is Nanook. <sighs> Nanook, she, she helped us. <sighs> your Highness, please, she helped you get rid of Coyote. Ah! King of men, you have earned the favor of the gods. Yeah, it's cool. We're all friends here. and We all hated that Coyote guy. So let me introduce you. This is Toha. He's a cougar. <laughs> this here's Macquayo. He's like... A wolf. What's up? And Wakuan, I believe you already know. Yeah, we done some business together, see? Yeah, Wakuan's going through a mobster phase. It's pretty cool. Oh, and hey, namaste. I'm Nanook. I'm like the polar bear, in case you hadn't seen a polar bear before. No, I hadn't. Yeah, polar bears are tight. They're like a big white bear. 
It's not like a supernatural bear spirit to pay a visit just to commend a fella for a job well done. Whoa, man! What are you? Go, go, gorilla, gorilla. Private investigator, here's my card. What? <laughs> yeah! Are you, are you guys seeing this? Look at him! He's amazing! He's like... He's like a little Sasquatch. Hey, we got a Sasquatch dressed like a people here. Hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a funny guy. Oh, no. I'm sorry, dude. Look, it's chill. Like, he didn't mean anything racial or nothing. Like, it's just like, like, you know, you're, you're a little Sasquatch. I respect that. Uh, it's really worthwhile. Yeah, pleased to hear it. Now, what's the pitch? Oh, yeah, you're a man of action. I dig it. I dig your flow. Okay, so let's just say the president has made some enemies, and I'm one of them, but I don't necessarily want him to know I'm one of them, if, like, you catch my meaning. You heard the ice cream sundae, your highness. She's looking for a patsy. Mm. Oh, man, you're bumming me out. That's low vibrational. I'm just gonna make our man here real strong. Polar bears are off the scale strong. Mm. You're in for a good time being that strong. Well, how are you going to do that? Hey, man, I can get right up into your arms, your legs, your whatever. You know, you're in charge. Like, you just, like, hit something, a bad guy, and now you'll hit him with the strength of the bear. Toha, he can do you the speed of the puma, a cougar, yeah, whatever. Shut up, man. Makwayo can do the eyes, man, and Wakuan will give you hearing. Oh, wait, no, is that the other way around? Yeah, it's the other way around, Nanook. Okay, yeah. So you're giving me weapons. Yeah, man. You're taking on the president. He's got a lot of guys. Those federal civil servants, man, they don't mess around. And you get past them, then it BAM! With the Technodrome, you know? Yeah. Thanks, Nanook. Normally, I'm the one who's handing out the presents. Aw, oh, no problem, brother. You know you can rely on the nuke, man. I'll hook you up night or day. You know, I used to have a weapon who was a god. He was a blood god in the form of a sword named Cutty. When I was a boy, we were inseparable. Mm -hmm. I used to threaten the other children with him, and we laughed. We laughed into the small hours. And then I was too tired for exams. Oh, wow, yeah, cool sword. That's really interesting. But then I got a new friend. My lion. Wow. He could talk. And I called him Bitey. He was always by my side. Scrumping apples, go-kart races, uh -huh. mauling the children of the neighborhood. And Cutty and I grew distant. Oh, yeah, no, like, that's heartbreaking. But look, I gotta bounce, man. I'm, like, I'm getting a, a call in my... Yeah, okay, I gotta go. Peace out. Enjoy kicking ass. Little Squatch, we tight. <laughs> Nanook and the others disappeared as suddenly as they'd appeared. Wow, I didn't know gods could be cool like that. Yeah, we can be cool like that. I, we, can lay out oh, a real Bow. cool Bow. time to our, Bow. our Don't. brothers if we want to. Don't suck up. That's Bow. right, Bal. You're cool now, because you're my champion. And that will always be cool, even though you live in a van. It's a difficult time economically. When things get a little better, then we'll think about renting a place. I mean, it really is. No judgment if you have no fixed address. The king's just being mean, and he's got like a hundred houses. Let's just chalk it all up to the economy, that fickle magic that no one can control, like love. So wherever you live, 
Now you know how the king got his cool new powers. Next time, we'll talk about how he used those powers to go to Washington and beat up the president. And that's the end of chapter 32. The saga of the European King was performed by Joshua Crisp, Amy Sutton, Ben Edwards and Tom McNally. It was written and edited by Tom McNally and was a production of Red Button Audio. Nikolai Rus composed the theme tune and musical stings. Sound effects not made by us were provided by the freesound.org community. We'd really like to get your feedback and we'd love to have your reviews, so please like, review and subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podchaser, Stitcher, wherever you found us. And you can get in touch by mailing king at redbuttonaudio.org. You can follow Amy on Twitter at the Lady Amelia, Joshua on at Selpen, and me at Tyrone McNally. Keep safe out there and eat as much as you can before they take away the plate. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mutual. Happy birthday to you. And many more. (laughs) This was not only a birthday greeting for the Mutual Audio Network, which, as you may know, has been bringing you the finest in audio drama for just a little more than one year, it was also a way of letting you know how long 20 seconds are. Why should you know it? Because the CDC recommends, during this COVID-19 situation, that you and me and everybody wash our hands with soap and water as often as possible for at least 20 seconds. So get all of your fingers, get the palms, get the backs of your hands, and a little bit up your wrists, and make sure you change out your towels more frequently as well. If it helps to sing Happy Birthday or some other song, as you do so, why not? This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.